the last thing we were discussing was a year where there's a lot of rain, a little bit of rain, what's it like? And then we got a story with Nakdimon ben Gurion, where he borrowed from someone 12 streams of water, and it, the rain wasn't coming down, wasn't filling up, and the person kept on asking him for the money back on the last day. He told me, I still have time, I still have time, I still have time. And with that, we are starting Yutet Amudbet, the last line, second word on that line, where it says, Ligleg alav oto adon. That, so that person who, who the money was owed him started laughing. He told him, The entire year there was no rain. And right now the rain is going to come down. So that person walked into the bathhouse. He was happy. Now, while that person went into the bathhouse, he was very happy. He was sad. It's known to you. I didn't do it for my honor. I didn't do it for my father's honor. I did it for your kavod. should be water for the olim. Right away, the clouds came into the sky. And rain came down. Until twelve streams of water were filled. And there was even more than that. Now, by the way, the Ben Yadavi explains something beautiful. That that person went into the bathhouse. He was trying to make fun of that demon. I have water. You don't. I even have water to take a bath, and you don't. So Nakdimon went into Bet Kodesh Kodeshim because over there there was Nisu Chamaim, hoping that mitzvah would protect them. Now either way, when this person came out of uh, from the bathhouse, Nakdimon ben Gurion yatzam bet Mikdash. He came out of Bet Mikdash. When they met each other, Amalo Nakdimon ben Gurion told that person, "Tenli deme maim yoter sheishli beadecha. Give me whatever was left over. I want you to pay me back. Otherwise, it's rebit." And uh, Nakdimon was joking, but he was telling him that, uh, look, see, it got filled up. So Amar Lo, the, the, that person told him, I know HaKadosh Baruch Hu only made the rain come down for your kavod because you're a tefillah. I could still uh, sue you and get that money. I want my money. The sun already came down. And the, when the rain came down, they came down already at a different time. You already have to pay, and the rain is my rain. He put on talit, prayed. I want you to show with another miracle that you have people that you love in this world. And the clouds moved away, the sun came out, and everyone was able to see that it was still day. At that point, that person said, If that sun didn't come out, I still would open my mouth. His real name wasn't Nakdimon, but Buni. His real name was Buni. Why is his name Nakdimon? The sun pierced through the clouds to show everyone still day for him. 
the sun showed up or did a miracle or peace through for three people. Moshe, Yeshua, and Naktimon ben Gurion. So, Bishlama Naktimon ben Gurion. We understand Naktimon ben Gurion. It's a Gemara. Now, it's a tradition we have. Yeshua, Nami, Mikra. It's a Pasuk. Dichtiv, Vaidom, Hashemesh, Vayarech, Ahmad. Ela Moshe Minalan, how do we know that the sun stopped for Moshe? So Amar Bilazar, Atya Ahel Ahel, it says the word Ahel Ahel, Gzashava, Ketiv Achavir says, Ahel Tet Pahdecha, Hashem tells Moshe, I'm going to give your fear, I'm going to start to give your fear in everyone else. Uchtivatam Ahel Gadilcha, Hashem told Yoshua before Yericho, I'm going to start to make you great. So Ahel Ahel, same idea. Rabbi Shemuel Benachmani, Amar Atya Tet Tet. Says by that war with Giv'on where the sun actually stood. Look at the actual pasuk by Moshe. It says in that pasuk, they'll hear about you. When will they be scared of you? When the sun stopped for Moshe. Now the Gemara goes back to the Mishnah. If there's a city with no rain, and if it rains on one city, not the other, both of them it's a curse. And the Gemara is Doresh Pasuk. Yerushalayim was like a Nida. Libracha, that even that's a bracha. Why? Because Kenida, man Nida Yeshlaheter. Nida, there's gonna come a time after seven days, they go to the mikveh, and there's gonna be time for it to say after Shalim, Yeshla Takana Shalim also has a takana. Haita ke almana and amar yuda. Again, that's Libracha. Why? Ke almana, velo almana mamash. Ela ke isha like a woman, shahalak balam dinatayam. A woman's husband went to see, went to do business. His mind, he wants to come back. Same thing, Kaddish Baruch will come back to Yerushalayim. The pasuk says, Hashem put us humble and very low in every nation. Amar of Yehuda, it's also the bracha. They don't make from us tax collectors, and they don't make from us officers. So it's a bracha also. They don't like us, so they don't give us these jobs. Now, cursed Yarovam and every other Jew who did Avodazara. He said over there, like the reed moves in the water. Now, it's still libracha. What does it mean? The wounds of a loved one are loyal, and opposite of the kisses of someone who hates you. The curse Ahya Shiloni cursed Israel is better yoter mibracha sheberchan bil'am rashad than the blessing of bil'am. Ahaya shiloni kilelan bekane. He cursed them with a reed. Amar lem nisal. He told Israel, Veika Hashem et Israel kasher yanud akane. Hashem should hit you the way uh, he hits the reed. Ma kane ze omed bimakom maim vegizol mahalif. The same way the kane, the reed, stands by the water 
and it its root doesn't get uprooted it just stays in the same place has a lot of roots even if all the winds come back and forth it doesn't move him from its place since it's soft it goes back and forth it goes with them once the wind stops, the reed stops in one place. He blessed them, calling them cedar tree. Listen, a cedar doesn't stand by water usually. But when you cut it, it doesn't regrow. Doesn't have a lot of roots. All the winds that come and blow on it doesn't move it from its place because it's very strong. However, but if a southern wind comes, which is very strong, it uproots it, flips it over on its face. But here's another thing. That the reed, you, the bamboo reed, you make a quill to write a to write a sefer so you see, Ahya Shiloni really blessed us more than Bil'am blessed us. Tan Rabbanan, Olam Yeh Adam Marach Kekanev Aliyah Kashek. As a person should always be soft like a reed and not strong like a cedar tree. Maaseh Shibar Rebil Azar Berebir Shimon Mimigdal Gedor Mibet Rabo. One time Rebil Azar came from Migdal from his rabbi's house. Vayera Chuvah Lachamor, and he was riding a donkey Um Tayah Sefat and Har, and he was. Going by the bank of the river, he was very happy. And he was very haughty at that point. Because at that point, he learned a lot of Torah by his rabbi's house. All of a sudden, a person came to him that was very ugly. He said this, so that man told him, Hi, Rabbi. And Rabbi Lazar didn't answer him back. And rather, Rabbi Lazar said it to that. Uh, very ugly man, Reka, disgusting man. How disgusting are you? Maybe your entire city is like uh, is ugly like you. Ah, my lord, that person told him, I don't know if they're ugly like me. God tell the Creator who made me, God tell him how ugly this vessel that you made. Once Rabbi Al-Azhar understood that he sinned, he got off the donkey, and he bowed down in front of him, and he said, you're right, I spoke not nice, please uh, forgive me, and he told him, I'm not forgiving you until you go to the Creator who made me, and tell him how ugly I am. Was following him. Until he got to that person's city. And all the people of the city came to him. Everyone was kissing his hand, saying hi. So that person said, Who are you calling Rabbi? That man following you. If that's a Rabbi, they shouldn't be like him in Israel. So they told him, why, why are you talking like that? They told him this is exactly what happened. He called me ugly. Forgive him. He's a great man in Torah. I'll be mohel. As long as he doesn't continue doing this.
מיד נכנס רבי אלעזר בן רבי שמעון ודרש, ראה ראה רבי אלעזר בן רבי שמעון בבית המדרש, אני ממש דורש, דעת לעולם יהיה אדם רך וכקעני הפרסון שלו בי הסופט אז אה בבמבור, אז אה ריד, ואל יהיה קשה כזה, not as hard as a cedar, ולפיכך, and therefore, זכה כנראה ליטול למינה קולמוס, לכתוב בו ספר תורה, תפילין ומזוזות. And because it's soft, that's why the read, the bamboo, was zocheh, that you could write a sefer Torah, tefillin mezuzot, out of it. Now, we learned in the Mishnah, v'chen a'ir sheyesh ba'adever o'mapolet, if there's a city with the plague, people are dying, or there's buildings falling, then that city fasts and blows the shofar, and everyone around it fasts, but not blows the shofar. Tanu Rabbanan, mapolet shamru, and we say mapolet, We're talking about beriot, it means strong buildings are falling, veloriot, not shaky buildings. She'enan reuot lipol, we're talking about city, uh, buildings that were not supposed to fall, veloar reuot lipol, not uh, old buildings, broken down buildings that were supposed to fall. So he'eniu beriot, what's considered a healthy building? He'eniu she'enan reuot lipol, and what's considered a building that was not supposed to fall? He'eniu reuot, what's a shaky building? He'eniu reuot lipol, and what's a building that's supposed to fall? Meaning, the, the language over here is very redundant. It's talking again and again. So what's going on here? So the Gemara explains, Lot Now we do need to repeat things. Why? If they're very, very tall, and that's the reason they fell. Meaning, although they're healthy, but still they're too tall. Okay. Or if they're by the bank of a river, they're healthy, but they're in a place where they're supposed to fall. And meaning, sometimes the bank of the river caves in, and that's how it fell. There was that wall, it was a shaky wall, but Shmuel never walk next to it. Even though 13 years it's standing over there, they wouldn't walk under it. One time, Ravada Barava went there to Nadea. So Shmuel told Rav, let's go around this wall. Rav told Shmuel, Today we don't have to go around. Because Rav Adab Rav was next to us. Nothing's going to happen to us. Rav had wine in his shaky house. He wanted to take it out of there. He got scared it's going to fall. So he brought Ravadabarahava into that house. And he got him speaking and learning. In the meantime, his Torah learning is going to protect the house from not falling. When he got all the wine out of there, the minute Ravadabarahava walked out, the house fell down. Ravadabarahava realized that, that Ravuna brought him in the place of Sakana, of danger, and he got upset. Why? Savala ki had amar Rabbianai, he held like Rabbianai that said, Le'olam al-Yamud Adam, come second, a person shouldn't be in a place of danger. Le'omar al-Sin li-Nes, and just be sure that they're going to do a Nes. Shemein lo-Sin lo-Nes, maybe they're not going to do a Nes for him. Tim Tim Sal lo-Omar al-Sin lo-Nes, and even if they did a Nes, Menakin lo-Mizchoyotav, they're going to take away from his Zichoyot, from his reward of Mizvot. And Amar al-Hanan me-Karad, from which pasuk do we learn? This dikhtiv, we learn this by Yaakov. It said, Kantonti mikol ha-hasadim u-mikol ha-emet. I became smaller because of all the miracles that Hashem did for me. My reward, my sakhar, became less and less. So the Gemara asks, Mai hava'ubdeh derav adabarava. So what makes rav adabarava so great that people are not worried in a shaky building with him? 
So Gemara explains, like we said, Shalut al Midav, the Ravada Brava. Ravada's students asked him, Why do you have such a long life? I never got angry in my house. And I never walked in front of someone greater than me. And I never thought of Torah in places that are dirty. I didn't walk. Anywhere with uh, four amot without Torah or tefillin, and I didn't sleep in a bit midrash, not a permanent sleep, not a temporary sleep. And I never was happy when my friend got disgraced. And I never, I never called my friend by his nickname or his family's nickname. The Gemara continues with stories about the Amoraim. They, Rava told Rav Papa, can you please tell us some stories about Rav Huna? So so Rafram Bar Papa told Rava, when he was younger, I don't know exactly what happened. However, when he was older, I remember. Whenever it was a cloudy day, they would take him out in a golden wheelchair. They would go around the entire city. Every wall that was shaky, he would make it, make them break it down. Now, if if the person who owned it had money, then he'd make him build it. And if the guy couldn't afford it, Bani Ravuna would take out the money and pay for it himself. Every erev Shabbat, he would send a shaliyah to the shuk. And any vegetable that was left over to the gardener, Zabinli, he would buy it. And he would throw it onto the garbage. So Agma says, "Why don't you give it to the aniim?" So he was worried. He was worried that if they uh, got used to getting things for free, they'll never buy it, and the uh, gardeners will lose out. Well, okay. He held human food is not meant for animals. It's a disgrace to give human food to animals. So the Gemara asks, what? Don't buy it at all. Simple. Just leave it like that. Let them uh, not bring so much next time. Now the problem is because then next time you're going to ruin everything because the gardeners are not going to pluck out as much vegetables. They don't want to lose out and then there's not going to be enough food in the market. Another thing about Avuna. When he had a secret, when it comes to medicine, he would fill that medicine up in a big jar, and he would hang it right outside of his house, and he would say, anyone who wants this medicine, or anyone who wants this thing, come and take it. And some say it wasn't about medicine, it was something about that ruach ra'a shipta that comes on a person who doesn't wash nitilat yadaim. Milta de shipta havagamir. He knew something about that ruach ra'a vava manach kuzademaya. And he would leave a jug full of water vidalele and he hung it by the door. Vama called it srich. Anyone who needs water to wash nitilat yadaim, lete veli'ol, come inside, wash your hands. The low is second so you don't get damaged by this ruach ra'a. And ki hava karach rifta, when he would eat bread, hava patah lebabe, 
he would open up doors of his house. And anyone who needs come and eat. And Amar Rabbah said, I could do everything he did, anything that Ravuna did, except for to invite people from outside. Because I can't do that. Because there's a lot of poor people in Hozan, and everyone will show up and they'll eat all my food. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.